Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host for this episode as always. Um, and today's episode is going to be another uh, rendition, another uh, piece of the segment that I like to call on the show, Sincerely Yours Truly. Um, this segment is just me. Um, you get to hear uh, my thoughts just straight from from uh, straight from me on different subjects, whether they're personal, whether they're, you know, on, on events going on in the world, just uh, different things that I want to talk about. Uh, and you get to just hear my thoughts straight from me. Uh, and, and I hope that, of course, you enjoy it. Um, but today, on today's episode, I want to talk about um, something that has been a little bit of a... Uh, it, it's been personal to me, uh, but I imagine, I hope that... Um, other people, whether you're listening to this or not, uh, understand kind of where I'm coming from. Um, today I want to talk about just part of my experience with the show, uh, the show that you're listening to right now. Um, but also just, uh, some of the ups and the downs that I've experienced and lessons that I've learned while, um, making my attempt at this show and just kind of working in a creative field. Um, I know that I've, I've said this before, I, I'm fairly certain I've said this on the show, um, but I am not a, you know, or at least so far in my life growing up, I, I've not been like a traditionally creative individual. I was never like a, I was never like a fantastic artist. Like I couldn't, you know, I could draw decently, but I wasn't like, you know, over and above better than everybody around me. Um, I tried to play guitar, like learn how to play the guitar whenever I was younger. Uh, but I was, you know, I was okay at it. It it just wasn't something that I was, I really didn't dedicate a ton of time to. And, uh, so, you know, I wasn't like huge into learning how to play music. I wasn't huge in like, um, you know, traditional arts, like painting or drawing things like that. And, um, you know, that not that that's a bad thing. That's just not who I was. Uh, so growing up, I didn't have a lot of, you know, those kind of creative tendencies. And so, um, that is why I bring up, uh, the podcast today. You know, this is this show that you're listening to right now. Uh, this podcast is kind of one of the first things that I have been able to 
create uh, largely on my own. Um, I've been able to, you know, I've been able to turn it into something that I can look at and I can point to and be proud of the thing that I've created. Uh, you know, this show, you know, obviously things like the cover art, like I had an idea for the cover art, but I, I had, you know, someone else work on actually creating the art for me just because I didn't know how to create it. Um, you know, I've had people contribute in interviews. I've had people give me pointers and things like that. So it's not just been a one man show this whole way, but largely, you know, I mean, I, I am the one that comes up with, uh, the, the topics I do scheduling, I do things of that nature, you know, so a lot of the kind of back end things on the show, I do it. And so the reason why I'm saying all this is not to like, you know, give some self, uh, you know, some weird, like metaphorical pat on my back or anything like that. Um, but I say all that because like I said, this is really kind of the first time in my life that I've had something where by and large, I created it. Um, I've had, I've been the kind of guiding hand, uh, for the show, for this, this thing that I've created. And, you know, by and large, it's the, the success or failure of the show is up to me. And so there've been a lot of new experiences I've had due to that. There's been a lot of, uh, lessons that I've learned, uh, a lot of, you know, questions that I've had a lot of, a lot of, just a lot of different things that I've never experienced before because of that. Uh, and so today I want to share some of my thoughts on that, share, uh, some kind of recent experiences that I've had in that vein. And, uh, hopefully, you know, whether you're out there, if you're, if you are a creative individual, if you are, uh, someone, whether you also create something like a podcast like this, or whether you, um, you know, whether you paint, whether you're, you're musically gifted, whatever it is, um, however you create, uh, however you bring your own style into the world, whether it's through fashion art, whatever, I hope that what I'm saying, uh, rings true to you as well. I, I imagine it does. Uh, but this is all new for me. So you may be, you know, listening to this thinking, well, yeah, duh, that's how creating anything goes. Um, but you know, I just want to, uh, give you my thoughts on this, this kind of topic and, uh, see if, if you enjoy it. And if, if you're not someone, if you're like me before this show, like you never really created much of anything, or, you know, you're not a quote unquote, traditionally creative individual like I am, um, then I still hope that there's something that you can take from this episode and, uh, and use me as a model. If you ever decide to try and embark on an, on a, you know, creative endeavor, whatever that may be. So, um, you know, let's, I'll give a little bit of insight to start this. I'll give a little bit of insight on, um, my thought process and everything that was going on before this show even became, you know, even, even was on air. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny. The first time I really had an idea of doing this show, like I really started to realize that I could do this, um, was probably back in like November or December of 2021. Um, around that time I was, um, around that time I was, you know, finishing up school. I was, um, you know, around that time I was, uh, I was graduating from, from UTC, Gomox. Um, and I had a job lined up, like I had a full-time position that I'm currently working now at a job. I wasn't unemployed. Like I had things going on in my life, but I knew that now that I wasn't doing school anymore, I was going to have 
my, t- my schedule was going to be different. I was going to have more time on my hands to do things outside of, you know, where like, like during school I was working, you know, 15, 20 hours part-time at the job I'm working full-time at now. But then the hours that I wasn't working, I was oftentimes doing schoolwork, you know, or I was doing something related to related to school. So whether it was homework, whether it was some kind of extracurricular activity, um, whatever, you know, my hours were filled pretty much most of the uh, of the week. And so it was hard for me to kind of take time to do things like this, like this podcast outside of school and work. And so I knew that once I graduated, I was going to have some more time to do, you know, if you want to call it a quote unquote side hustle, whatever, like I had time to do something on the side if I wanted to. And so, um, for me, I, I knew that I wanted to do something outside of work. Uh, something that I could work toward, not just like a hobby necessarily, but something that is a hobby. Yes. But, um, is more than that is, is something that I can build towards something that I can do that over time, the more and more I do it, I can have something to look back at and be proud of and, and to, you know, show evidence of the work I've been doing outside of work. And so, uh, you know, for me, I just kind of started thinking about, okay, well, what, what am I good at? What can I do? What kind of skills can I hone in? And that's where I, you know, for whatever reason, just decided, you know what, I think I could probably do this podcast thing. Um, if you know me, you know that I am not short of words <laughs> generally. And, you know, there's a lot of different, there was a lot of different topics that I wanted to talk about at the time. Uh, there was a lot of people that I was interested in speaking with at the time. And I, I thought, you know what, I've got the time, I've got some, you know, a little bit extra money on my hands, uh, just from working and being in, you know, working during school. I thought, you know, doing a podcast is a relatively inexpensive venture to kind of start. Uh, it's, it's not something that's going to require, you know, another 30 hours out of me each week. It's not going to, you know, cause me to take out a, a, you know, a loan or anything to do it. I can afford the equipment that I need and I can get started and just put it out there for the world to hear. And so at that point I was deciding, okay, what's it going to be called? What's the general, uh, kind of theme of the show going to be? What, what kind of equipment do I need? And this was all the, you know, um, this was all things that I worked out in my mind, but inevitably there came to a point where I was like, okay, you know, how long am I going to do this? Because I'm, I'm not necessarily like trying to turn this into a career or anything like, yeah, if it, if it becomes, monetizable or if it becomes something that is lucrative for me in the future, then, then great. Uh, but my mindset was not necessarily, Oh my gosh, I have to turn this into, uh, some kind of cash cow right off the bat. And so for me, you know, my mindset, well, and I even told a couple people this, I said, you know, I think a lot of times, whether it's in business, whether it's in, you know, something like, you know, creating a podcast, whether it's whatever it is, whether, whenever someone is starting a new venture, I think oftentimes the reason why we fail or the reason why we do not reach the goal we want to reach is because not necessarily because we're not good enough at it or not necessarily because we have failed quote unquote, but it's because we stopped. I think, I mean, that that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that's the case every single time. I'm not saying that that's across the board, the reason why everyone, you know, that's ever failed at anything fails, but you know, I know, I'm looking back, I know looking back at my life on things that I did, the reason why I didn't reach those goals, the reason why I didn't excel to the highest degree that I could have excelled at is not necessarily because there was any kind of force acting on me or any kind of, 
uh, immovable force that was acting on me outside of, of the task itself, it was because I didn't, you know, commit to it truly. I didn't truly say, you know, I'm going to commit to this process and, and learn to be better at it. And so what I told myself and I told others, I said, you know what, I'm going to commit one or two or three years to this podcast and just see what happens. Uh, not necessarily that I, not, I'm not necessarily saying that after one or two or three years, I'm going to stop, but I'm at least, you know, virtually guaranteeing to myself right now, I'm going to do this thing for at least one, two or three years. I'm going to do it and just see what happens. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but I'm going to be do it and be proud of it nonetheless. And that's going to be, you know, my timetable right now. I'm going to, I'm going to give you know, commit to that time frame, and I'm going to do it even on the days where I don't feel inspired to do it. Even on the days where I don't feel uh, like I have much to say, I'm going to do it and I'm going to, uh, stay committed to the podcast, stay committed to myself and stay committed to that time frame. And so that was my mindset. Um, you know, I, I decided like, I know that there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. Um, you know, whether when you're creating anything, I knew that, um, I I knew that when, when you create anything, um, there's going to be times where it's easy. There's gonna be times where you have great wins and great victories. And I didn't want, um, the podcast to be defined by those, those extreme ups and extreme downs. And so I told myself, um, whether it's one, two, three, however many years, I'm going to stay committed to this process for that time frame, and you know, assess how it's grown at the at you know at the the culmination of that time frame, and so that's what I did. So I told myself I'm gonna I'm gonna get the equipment I need. I'm gonna start recording, start assessing what I need to do to turn this podcast into a reality, and that's what I set out to do. Um, and another big thing that I I really focused on um, when starting this podcast was that you know. <laughs> I, I think it's funny and I've mentioned it on here before. I think, uh, it seems like everyone nowadays has a podcast. It seems like everyone, uh, is, is a, you know, I hate to call myself this, but I guess it's, it's true at this point. It feels like everyone is a creator at this point someone's making a podcast or they're doing some kind of show or they're doing stuff on social media or what, like everyone, it, it feels like everyone's in this space now. And so, you know, I, I try to have the self-awareness enough to realize that like, I am in a very competitive field with this right now. However, I think at times it can be intimidating to see people that are already farther ahead than you uh, in a field that you're trying to break into. You know, every, there's so many different podcasts. There's some people that start out uh, that, you know, they have major production budgets behind them. There's people that make tons of money on, you know, creative endeavors like this. And for me, I, I literally just started this on my own. Like, you know, I had no major backing with it, uh, no, you know, creative designer or anything with it. And so for me, I just kept reminding myself just to start wherever I could start. Obviously, I didn't have a giant budget behind me. I didn't have a, you know, I, I still don't have like a, a dedicated studio necessarily. I kind of just record wherever I can. Um, a lot of people do, a lot of places do a lot of, a lot of places have, you know, a lot of, a lot of podcasts and shows have major productions going on whenever they record. I I don't, I simply don't. Um, but that's okay. Like for me, it was about starting wherever I could start for me. That was getting the mics and getting the, the small portable setup that I could get and, and rolling with it from there. And so, um, once I was able to, you know, 
be dedicated to a time frame. Once I was able to start wherever I was, wherever I could start, uh, and I had the things at my disposal that I needed to, you know, begin the show. Um, from that point, it was just a matter of actually doing it, which was exciting. It still is exciting. Um, you know, scheduling the people, doing the recordings, you know, uh, mixing it up however I need to, uh, and getting it prepped to to launch and record. And so, so far at this point, uh, I will have been doing the podcast for like four to five months at the time of this recording. Um, and you know, there's been, it's been a great process overall. Um, but specifically an instance I want to talk about, um, was a couple weeks ago. Uh, I won't get into too many details, but for whatever reason, um, a couple weeks ago, I just really was just, just not having, it wasn't like I was having a bad day. Uh, but regarding the podcast and the show overall, I just felt, uh, somewhat just down, uh, and discouraged. Uh, And it wasn't any, in regards to any one particular thing. I think I just, you know, I I was experiencing something that a lot of, and again, I hate to refer myself to this because it feels kind of, I don't know, uppity of me, I guess, but I think a lot of creators deal with this, or I, I assume they do. Um, but I had gotten to a point where I was just, uh, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I was looking at the, just, just reviewing the podcast as a whole, not even, not even necessarily the numbers, but, uh, just assessing the show for what it is and everything that it, it, it you know, has culminated to at this point, um, all the work that had been, that had been put into it. And I just kind of hit a, hit a wall to a degree. I, I kind of felt like, um, for whatever reason I was, I was at a creative block. Like I was just having trouble finding the things I wanted to talk about. Um, I was making mental lapses. Like I was forgetting, you know, things that I would normally do whenever I record, I was forgetting to do some of them and it was causing issues on the back end of things. And I was just, it was just a lot of small things that were kind of culminating at once. And I just started to get really discouraged. Cause I was like, man, um, I'm creating this thing. I'm doing this show, and I really want to see it. Uh, I want to see it realize the potential that I believe it has. And you know, I and it wasn't even necessarily. Uh, you know, I was talking to uh, my fiance about this. It wasn't even necessarily that I felt like I wanted to stop or that I wanted to quit doing the show uh, because I, I didn't and I don't. Um, but I was just, I don't know. I I was at a point where I felt like I was somewhat, uh, creatively hitting a wall. Uh, you know, I was, I was doing all of this, most of this show by myself. And, you know, when you are that invested in something, whether it's a business, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's a creative outlet, a hobby, whatever, um, there's going to be times where it is difficult to, uh, you know, go on to the next, you know, the next chapter of, of whatever you're working on. And for me, it it was, it had gotten difficult at that point. And, you know, I was just really, uh, I just, I just had a lot of bottled up, uh, just energy that I needed to, to kind of get out and get off my chest. And, and again, it wasn't that I was dissatisfied with everything, but, uh, I think I had gotten to a point where, the podcast had started to feel normal for me. I remember whenever I first started, um, you know, doing the show, it was really exciting. Like I was just like, I was scheduling people and having people come in and, you know, before I'd even put out the first episode, people had told me, you know, that they were really, 
the people that I'd, I'd done interviews with, they told me that they really enjoyed it, that they thought it was going to be great. And I was getting a lot of positive feedback before it even started. Um, and then, you know, whenever we officially launched the first episode, you know, I heard a lot of people say they really enjoyed it. A lot of people listened to it to support. A lot of people shared it. And it was just a great experience. It was it was the first, one of the first times in my life where I'd been able to create something and widely share it and see feedback. Um, and I still do get excited with it to this day. I still do because I think it's really cool that I have the opportunity to do this. However, um, just like with anything, it becomes normal at some point. Uh, it becomes, I don't want to say a job, but, um, you know, if you're, uh, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll use like, a, you know, if, if you're, you, you look at like celebrities and, and like professional athletes and, and musical artists, like you see athletes on draft night or you see an artist when they finally get their first number one, like, you know, those are the moments that they've dreamed about. Those are the moments that they have, uh, worked for and planned for. And I'm I'm not necessarily equating the launch of this podcast to the same as being drafted to a professional sports team or having a song go number one, but those are the highs. Those are the, the high highs. And, you know, eventually you come down from that. You see professional athletes, like eventually their, their, their job becomes a job. Uh, there's, you know, the reality of the situation sets in. It's no longer this, uh, it's not always just this happy go lucky dream that they're living. It becomes a job. And for me, I think that's kind of what I was experiencing to a degree. And again, I'm not saying that this podcast is a job because for one, I'm not earning money from it right now. Uh, and two, uh, you know, this is purely just something I wanted to do on the side as a, as a hobby. Um, but the, the excitement kind of was zapped from me there for a moment. Uh, I just felt kind of drained. I felt like, man, I've been putting these episodes out and doing all these things that I need to do. And, you know, it was, I I just kind of hit a wall and I felt like I, I, I started to just feel alone. I was like, does anybody else understand what it's like to feel like to, to experience this? And so I had a lot of things that I just needed to get off my chest regarding the show, regarding the effort I've been putting into it, regarding the reception of it so far. And, you know, that it was, it was hard to, to kind of express those feelings because I'd never really expressed that before. However, um, you know, having, this is where I kind of want to get into um, some of the the takeaways uh, of this whole thing. I know I've been kind of rambling for a little while, so I hope it's, it's made sense so far. Um, but I think that there's, you know, I'll, I'll say for one, after expressing just my thoughts, uh, and just feelings overall of how things have gone, uh, I felt much better about that. And, and I think that's an important lesson to understand. You know, I've talked to numerous business owners, uh, both on this show and on the third seat Uh, and just with my job that I do, I'm, I interact with people on a daily basis and I've talked to a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs and something that I routinely hear. And I'm not trying to say that I'm an entrepreneur because that's not what this is about. Uh, but to a degree, I understand what it's like to create something and to put effort in it on your end and to watch it try and grow. And the thing that I always see from them is that whether they are one month into it or whether they're, you know, 20 years into their endeavor, um, it's, it's never easy. Uh, it's always going to be difficult to some degree because what you've created 
no matter how big or how small it is, is yours. It is what you've created. Uh, it's, it's almost like a child, you know, uh, you, you see the reason why business owners get so, uh, you know, invested in what they do is because it's, it's not just a job for them. It is, uh, something that they have, they have actualized from an idea to a reality. And I get that. Like I see now with my sl- small slice of that pie with this podcast, I see now how when you create something, whether it's big or small, you you get really invested in the just everything revolving around it. For me, at that time, you know, a couple of weeks ago, whenever I was, uh, you know, the instance I'm talking about here, for me, I just kind of it, the the normalcy of it or normality, whatever the whatever the correct word I'm trying to say here, the 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 normal nature of it had begun to set in. And the creative, not burnout, but I'd kind of hit a wall cre- creatively there for a little bit. And it started to set in. I was like, man, it was frustrating me because I, I'm no, I'm still committed to it. And I knew that I still wanted to continue, continue doing it. But I was frustrated because I felt like there was still more that I could get out of it, that I wasn't getting out of it at that moment. But just like I've talked about with the, with these business owners, they had the perspective to know that even when things aren't great, even when, you know, there's, you're experiencing the ups or you're experiencing the downs, there's always going to be more after what you're currently experiencing right now. If you're, you're, if you're in, if you're in the, the valley, there's going to be, you know, higher points beyond that. Um, and, and that's, that was an important thing for me to remember at that time. And so with all that being said, I want to give you all a few, uh, hopefully tangible takeaways and, and thoughts from me that I have, uh, taken just from these first few months working in the podcast and, and having episodes out and some of the different takeaways that I've had with it. Um, again, I know that not everybody has a podcast. I know that everybody has a creative out, outlet like this. I know that not everybody, you know, may exactly experience the things that, that I'm experiencing, but I hope that whether you have some kind of creative outlet, whether you, uh, or even if you don't, I hope that you can take these things with you, uh, into the future, whether they, uh, apply to your life currently or not. I hope that you can keep them with you and, and take my experiences with you wherever you go from here, whether you, you know, decide to create something of your own or whether you already have uh, a, a creative outlet of your own. So I think it's imperative for anybody, whether you are doing a hobby, whether you're doing a side project, whether you're starting a business, whatever you're doing, if you are creating something, um, whatever it is, I think is imperative that you, the, one of the first things, if not the first thing that you do is establish your why establish why you're doing it in the first place. I don't think you want to. And again, this is from my limited experience. I, I don't think it's a good idea to jump into any endeavor blindly, just based purely on a, uh, sh- a, a, uh, shortly thought out idea. Uh, you know, for me, before I started the show, the reason why I wanted to do it was, it was a few things. One, I felt like I had the skills to do it. I felt like I was skilled enough to speak for, you know, some extended period of time, whether it be by myself or with others, I felt like I could enunciate well enough. I felt like I had the, the, the qualities needed to do to, to literally do the podcast, like to speak and, and hold the conversations that I need to hold. Um, and I, I felt like I could do that. Number two, I felt like since I could do that, um, I felt like that if I stayed committed to it, there would be room for growth. 
I remember telling people, you know, I don't think that this show is going to blow up overnight. I don't think it's going to be the the top streaming, you know, podcast the, the day after it releases. But I do think that given enough effort over time, given enough consistent effort over time, you know, I don't foresee a future where it doesn't grow. I'm not necessarily saying this is going to turn into a career. I'm not necessarily saying that this is going to turn into some huge endeavor of mine. But what I do think is just like with anything, if you do something enough, if you do something long enough and consistently enough, the odds that you won't get better or that it won't grow are very low. Uh, or, you know, I, I, you can equate it to sports. You know, I played basketball growing up and if you never showed up for practice, if you never showed up for workouts, if you never practice your free throws, if you never practice dribbling drills, the odds that you're going to get better are pretty low. However, and you know, this goes across the board, whether you're naturally gifted or not, if you show up every day for practice, if you do the drills you need to do, if you keep your diet in check, if you, uh, you know, get enough rest, if you consistently show up every day and you give the effort that you need to give you may not turn into an NBA prospect overnight. You may not have all the scouts in the world uh, watching you every you know every game you play, but you can't tell me that you're not going to get better and you're not going to grow over time. It may take months. It may take years. It may you know who knows how long it'll take. But given enough consistent effort over time, enough dedicated consistent effort over time, I, I don't see how something like that can't grow. And that's my, was my mindset with this show is, yeah, I don't think, you know, not every episode is great. I've, I've, uh, you know, still been working through some kinks on the show and still been working through some, uh, you know, technical difficulties on my end of things, just cause this is a new endeavor for me, but I can already see how things, you know, comparing episodes I'm doing now, comparing them to, uh, the beginning episodes that I've recorded, I, I know I can see the differences. I can see the growth. I can see how, you know, I, by have, keeping the wheels turning every day, trying to, you know, hone these skills that I have, uh, you know, little by little every day, I can see how it's grown in just a few short months. And so my attitude is what, what will the growth look like given years? You know, who, who knows? Uh, and even at that, I've been, you know, I've been so pleasantly surprised by just the people that are willing to listen and share the show and, and give me feedback. All of that, I consider it growth because, uh, you know, less than a year ago, I didn't have any of this. And so I look at all of that as growth. I look at all of that as things that have grown to where they are now purely because of the consistent effort that's been put in over time. Um, and so again, to go back to the original point, all of this is my why, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I one believe that I have the skills to do it. And two, I believe that if given enough time, I can, I can create something that will grow into, I don't know what, I don't know if it'll grow into a career, into something monetizable, if it'll grow into another side project down the road, who knows? But I do think it will grow and I think it'll be worth my, the output once I, you know, get one, two, three years down the road. Um, so that's my first long winded answer of, uh, you need why it's important to establish your why when, when doing any creative endeavor. Next, I think it's important to establish your time frame. And I've been kind of saying a lot of these things in different ways as, as we've gotten to this point, but I think a lot of people, you know, um, I know, I know individuals who have started endeavors, who have started side projects and 
have just started them on a whim. And, you know, maybe they were even, they were even skilled at it. Maybe they knew that they were good at it and that they could do it. But since there was no time frame of reference, they didn't have any way of really knowing when to, when to see growth or, or when to, uh, you know, really see a jump in their, their capabilities. And, and what I mean by that is this, you know, if you, I'll go back to, I use a lot of sports references. I played basketball growing up. And so if you had a, a middle schooler and they wanted to be an NBA player one day, maybe they have the skills, maybe they're, you know, a little bit taller, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger than, than most of the other kids in their grade. And they say, Hey, I want to be an, I want to be an NBA player someday. Okay. That's great. If they're in fifth grade, it would be unreasonable for them to expect to be in the NBA in the next two years that, and I know that sounds silly, but they would have to know that in order for them to get the NBA, there are short-term goals and long-term goals they have to reach. And understanding the time frame of that is very important. They're not going to get to the NBA until they've at least completed high school and maybe even one, you know, at the very least one year of college or, or play outside of high school. Um, and so that's going to be years down the road. That's going to be, that's a, that's a big time frame that they have to keep in mind. Uh, it's a, it's a big time frame that they have to understand because maybe they're the most dedicated fifth grader. Maybe they really want to be in the NBA. They, they want it more than anything else, but they have to understand that their time frame is set up where they're going to have a, it, it's going to take time to get to the point they want to get to. So understanding your time frame is important because while the big the big long time frame is important, they also need to understand the short term time frame. Um, you know, setting monthly goals, saying, "Okay, well, I won't be able to really, uh, you know, make an e- a, a, I won't really be able to see the culmination of all my effort until I finish, you know, at least my first year of college." So I'll keep that in mind, but l- let me make my short term goals work up to that point. The, the opposite of, of this situation, if you have a, you know, a fifth grader that's, uh, that's working in this way, the opposite of this is a fifth grader who says, I want to be in the NBA. I want to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, work and become the best I can be and, and do everything I need to do, which is fine and dandy. But if they don't have a understanding of their time frame that they're on, how are they ever going to know when they're, you know, when they're making the proper strides they need to be making? They may get to high school and be like, oh my goodness, like how much more do I have to do? Like, is there, you know, they may, they may get to the end of high school and think, oh my gosh, now I got to go and play in college potentially. Like if you're not sure of, of the time frame that you need to be on, you may not know when you will see the culmination of all your efforts come in. For me personally with the show, um, you know, I don't know exactly. My time frame is a little bit different, obviously, with a, someone trying to go into the NBA. Uh, you know, that's there's a there's a more of a, a strict cutoff in some ways. But with this, there's not really a strict cutoff into when this will grow into whatever it grows into. However, I can look at other podcasts, other shows, and reference mine to, uh, you know, to theirs. Um, you know, using a couple a couple popular, uh, a couple popular internet personalities and, and podcasts for reference, uh, love them or hate them. Uh, you know, the arguably the, the biggest podcast in the world, the, the Joe Rogan experience, um, he has been doing his show for years at this point. And he has said like, whenever he started it, it was not some kind of 
way or endeavor for him to to turn it into a career. It merely happened like that. It, it turned into what it is now over time. But you have to look and see that he didn't get to where he's at today purely overnight. It took years and years and years of work and experience for him to get to a point where it was really sustainable. Um, another one uh, that I, that I'm aware of, that I know of is uh, you know that this this the the hosts of this show really got popular. Uh, on online and on Vine, but uh, it's it's uh, you know like Cody Co and Noel Miller, the the shows that they host and the things they do on there. If you're not aware of them, there's some uh, online internet personalities. Um, but their podcast, like they have multiple shows now, they have a whole network. They really, in a lot of ways, have set a framework for people like me uh, to make you know to 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 have something to aspire to. But they didn't do this overnight. Again. Uh, some of the first episodes of their show was just them sitting at a table talking to one another, similar to how I am right now and similar to how I do with other guests. And it took them years to get to the point where they're at now. And still they're in a growth phase. Like they're still creating shows, adding to their network, doing things like that. And it took them, you know, I think they're like five or six years into it somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and again, that's not guaranteeing that if you do anything, especially like this for five years, that it's going to reach that level. But what it tells me is that if you want to be successful in this realm, in a creative realm, you have to understand your time frame. You have to understand generally what kind of time frame you should ex- expect for a prospective NBA, uh, you know, a uh, fifth grader that wants to play in the NBA. It's going to take years for them to get to the point they want to get to. For me, it's it it may take years for me to get to the point where I want to get to with this show. Who knows? Um, but understanding that it makes it a lot easier to get through the days where it's tough and in the days where it's it's not tough. Uh, understanding that you're playing the long game is important. And to kind of go off this point, the the second point being uh, to understand your time frame. I think uh, you know. Third point being, I think it's incredibly important to keep keep the proper perspective in your mind, uh, you know, the big picture when you're going through whatever you're creating. Um, understanding that I've used this metaphor before, you know, in, in the past, but life a lot of times and our endeavors a lot of times, uh, I, I think they, we can, we can use the stock market to, um, to view them. If you were to look at the S and P 500, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's, it's a metric that, uh, a lot of people base the health of the economy and the stock market on. Uh, it's a it's a major index of the 500 most uh, highly valued companies. And if you were to look at it on any given day, you can look at it today, whatever it is. I will I will look at it right now today and, and tell you what it what it looks like, what it says. Right now, um, it is performing. Uh, it's it's performing. It's in the red uh, and it is, it is about 16 points under. So it's not doing great today so far. Um, but if you, that's just on one day, you can pick any one day of any week of any month of any year. And it's not, you're not going to have any clue as to why it looks the way it does or what the next day will look like. I can guarantee you whether today the market finishes above, you know, in the green or in the red tomorrow is going to look different. Um, you know, the day after is going to look different. Each day is going to look different. However, I think that if you s- expand the view of your, of the market, uh, you know, if you zoom out to one year, two years, five years, 10 years, 
uh, all time, if you look at the S&P 500 uh, and the market as a whole, the it, it suddenly goes from very sporadic and very all over the place. Like currently I'm looking at, you know, the day today's is, is out of the money uh, a week from today or one week ago, it's in the money, one month, it's in the money, three months, it's out of the money, six months, out of the money, a year to date, out of the money, one year, out of the money, two years, it's in the money, five years in the money, and 10 years is in the money. Now, the reason I say all that is because if you go and look at it right now, the S&P 500, the farther out you expand, the bigger your perspective is. When you go from one day to 10 years to all time, the graph that you're looking at suddenly goes from very random to almost calculated in the way it looks. Uh, you know, if on a day-to-day basis, it's not going to make much sense. You're not going to have any idea as to why it looks the way it does. But when you look over time, it is, it's not an entirely straight line, but it starts out low and looks like an exponential graph. It just goes, you know, straight up. And so to me, the reason why I say this is not to give you some kind of weird investing advice, but I say this because that in my mind is what our lives look like, is what our efforts look like. You know, each day is going to look different. Each day there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. You're not necessarily going to know why each day is the way it is. However, given time, given enough effort, given the, if you keep the proper perspective, You can know that when things don't go well, when things don't go as planned, when things seem out of your hands and things seem random and there's just stuff happening everywhere, understanding that there is a bigger picture ahead of you and that maybe today doesn't make sense, maybe the next week doesn't make sense, maybe the next month, year, two years don't make sense, understanding the proper perspective that even when you may be taking one step back, understanding that you're still taking two steps forward. Um... Each day is a net positive. And in the end, keeping the the big picture in mind, when you eventually get to the culmination of your efforts, you're going to be at a much higher point than you were when you started. Now, there's going to be some ugly days in between. There's going to be some good days in between. But those ugly days and those good days culminate to you reaching the apex that you do reach. And I think that's something that I've been reminding myself of regarding the podcast, regarding this and everything I've been doing, but something I think that can aid you, whether you have something you're creating or not, uh, something I think is incredibly beneficial and that I hope that uh, helps you out. And finally, uh, the fourth and final um, takeaway that I I hope that you can apply to your own life, however you see fit, is I cannot stress the importance of keeping people in your circle that encourage you and cheer you on and give you constructive criticism when you need it. Although a lot of the things I do with the show are on my own and I do them, you know, I, I do the scheduling, I do the interviews, things like that. Um, I would go insane if I didn't have, uh, the people in my life that I do that help cheer me on, that encourage me, that, you know, give me feedback that allow me to, um, that allow me to see a different perspective whenever things are good or things are bad. As I was talking about, you know, uh, a a week or so ago, whenever I was just kind of down in the dumps, I was talking to my fiance and she gave me a lot of great words of encouragement just uh, regarding the show and reminding me of a lot of the things I've said in this episode. Uh, and, And it really helped me get out of that hole that I was in because I told her, I said, after we talked, like I felt so much better. I felt that Uh, I just was prepared to take on whatever I needed to take on and I was ready to do the things that I needed to do. And so, you know, 
um, I don't know who that looks like in your life. I don't know who you're looking for in your life that is going to, uh, or who you need to have in your life that is going to cheer you on. That's going to encourage you. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what that looks like, but I encourage you to take stock of who is in your life. Take inventory of the people that are in your life that are around you that you spend time with. Are they encouraging you? Are they, and I'm I'm not suggesting you have yes men in your life. I don't want people who are just going to constantly, uh, tell me the things I want to hear, but I want people to tell me the things that I need to hear. Tell me, uh, you know, what I need to do, how I can improve, how I can be better. Um, that is what I need. And that's what I think all of us need at the end of the day. And so I challenge you to look at your circle, look at the people around you. Are they benefiting you? Are they, uh, do their actions and their words suggest that they are, um, trying to help you reach, uh, the climax of your efforts? Are they wanting to see you succeed and not just tell you the things that you want to hear, but really see you blossom into what you can be? Uh, are they going to encourage you when things go bad? Are they going to, uh, you know, give you constructive feedback and celebrate with you when things go good? Um, those are the kind of people that you need in your life. I know that I have people like that in my life, people that I'm incredibly grateful for. And, uh, you know, I would not be here without them. (laughs) You know, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. And wherever I go in the future, I will not get there without them. Um, And so I I really want to harp on this to to say that whoever you are, wherever you are right now, you, the listener, um, take inventory of the people you're with. They really do have a huge impact on you, positive or negative. Uh, Are these people encouraging you to to be all that you can be? Are they encouraging you to um, be the best version of yourself that you can be? Um, I challenge you to, to take stock of that and see if, if they are, or if they're not, if they are doing that, then great. Keep those people close to you, encourage them, encourage them to do the things they need to do, challenge them. Uh, but if they are not doing these things, then it may be time for you to assess why they're not, why maybe you aren't doing the things you need to be doing. Um, take the time to assess these relationships and see how maybe they could improve and be better in the future. Um, And I can almost guarantee that your relationships, your creative output, your work, your hobbies, everything that you impact and you touch will be better because of it. Having people on your side that are willing to cheer you on, uh, willing to give you constructive feedback and be um, a contributing member of the team is incredibly important. So uh, those are my four main takeaways. I hope that all this kind of made sense. And and a lot of my, my rambling made sense. Uh, number one, establish your why establish your reason for why you're doing what you're doing Two, establish your time frame. understand when you should expect to see your efforts come to a culmination, understand that it's going to take time, uh, to reach the climax of your efforts. Number three, understand the proper perspective, keep the big picture in mind, understand that day to day things are going to be random and crazy and, uh, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, but like the S and P over time, the S and P 500, if you keep consistently putting in the effort, you're going to most likely reach the climax of what you uh, want to reach. And finally, uh, my closing challenge to you is to keep the right people in your circle that are going to encourage you, that are going to challenge you, that are going to push you forward when things are tough and when you need that extra push. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say for today. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, which I hope that you did, uh, I want to encourage you to 
uh, leave a positive review, whether you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or some other uh, major streaming uh, podcast streaming platform. There is a way for you to, a great way for you to support the show. Uh, feel free to use a positive five-star review. It really gives me great feedback as to whether you're enjoying the show or not. Uh, and also really helps the show out in the algorithms. It's a great way to promote the show. It's free uh, and would uh, really mean a lot to me. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I, I don't think there was any mentioned links in today's episode, but if you'd like to follow me or the show on uh, social media, then those links will be down in the, de- the description of today's episode. So feel free to check those out. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything for today. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate um, all your support as always. And, you know, as I mentioned, I don't know what this podcast will look like in the future. I don't know what the apex of it will be, but I know that wherever I go, um, it will be alongside you, the listener. So thank you for your support. Thank you for allowing me to do what I do. Uh, and thank you just for, uh, listening in and tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed, enjoyed today's episode and I will catch you all on another episode of the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode. and I really hope you enjoyed it. I'll catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.